Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota Brookhaven services all makes and models. That could be why we were voted best service department the past two years. Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. Before we jump into another Mississippi magic, I was researching the latest data on podcasting. Did you know that there are almost 600,000 podcasts available today? And every week, about 2,000 more are added. One of the critical needs of any podcast to keep it trending upwards in this ocean of audio is taking time to share, to like, to subscribe. When you guys give Mississippi Magic a mention in your social media contacts, it really does help. And a quick mention on our Facebook at Super Talk or our Twitter family at Paul Gallo Show is tremendously appreciated. At P-A-U-L-G-A-L-L-O-S-H-O-W, Paul Gallo Show. And now, a story most of us are familiar with, but it's just too good not to share. There are a lot of people in this state and out of state who never knew the real history. In this episode, we call Pardon the Icon. He was a rambunctious rebel, born in slavery in the backwoods of Mississippi. By the time of his death and burial in the same state, he would become a fugitive from slavery, a war hero, a war criminal ultimately acquitted, and finally a legendary woodsman and tracker. His exploits are told in documentaries and books, his likeness memorialized in statues, and his most famous accomplishment even celebrated annually by an entire community with fanfare that's actually received national publicity. It was the impressive reputation of two men that brought them together for this moment in history. Both men's life adventures were full of enough experiences to fill several books, but nothing Nothing comes close to that one occasion in his remarkable life of the famous tracker when he meets the famous soldier. That meeting itself is memorialized with a reminder that even today graces almost every home in America, and for that matter, many places around the world. And most people in America don't even know it happened right here in Mississippi with a bit of Mississippi magic. More coming up next. I know this sounds too good to be true, but hunting season will be here before you know it. If this year you're going to upgrade that four-wheeler with uh, one that can also help you tackle big jobs on your land, before you make a decision, come see us at Divinity Equipment. The Kubota RTV XG850, the sidekick, the popularity has gone viral. 48 horsepower engine taking you from the house to the barn or through the woods, top speeds at around 40 miles per hour. Built rugged with cargo bed, smooth ride, front, rear, independent suspensions by none other than Kubota. Call or come by for a look. Easy financing, special prices, just like the Kubota compact tractor and implements you need to get your deer camps, bush hog, and planted, as well as those zero-turn Kubota mowers. On sale now with zero APR financing, both through the end of August. If you want to whet your appetite, check out the Buffet of Muscle Machines at DiviniEquipment.com, Highway 51 North in Madison, and also in Jackson. Now back to this episode of Mississippi Magic, titled, Pardon the Icon. The historic meeting in Mississippi on a cold day in November was something that 
didn't accidentally happen. It was meticulously planned. The legendary soldier, a man who commanded nationwide attention, sent word out that he would accept an invitation, an offer that he said he desired to put things to rest, at least on his bucket list. That wish was for a duel with a formidable opponent. But to arrange such a duel was complicated because of the opponent's location, hiding out in the primitive swamps and thickets, amidst thousands of acres of virgin forest deep in the woods of Mississippi. That and also the celebrity status of the famous soldier. There was only one name mentioned to make it happen. Someone who could put the opponent and the famous soldier back on the battlefield and in the crosshairs of destiny. That task rests with a rambunctious Mississippi kid, born a slave but now 60 years old, wearing a reputation as a famous tracker. After days and days of planning, the meeting was arranged. The November day before the duel, the famous soldier arrived in Mississippi on a train accompanied by a carload contingency, including a newspaper journalist to record the duel for all history. Morning came, time to break camp. Mount the horses, began the journey to the assigned location for the expected battle in almost impassable trails deeper and deeper into the Mississippi swamps and thickets. It is to be noted here that the famous tracker's reputation was such that when he demanded that he alone be the guide to take the famous soldier deep into the woods to meet the opponent, there was much disagreement. Unheard of, cannot happen, must not allow. All of this from the contingency. But he did. The famous soldier had but one aide accompany him. And the carload contingency stayed behind in the camp, waiting word on the final outcome. Finally, on that cold and dreary November morning, deep in the Mississippi woods, the famous tracker commanded the famous soldier to dismount in a small clearing in the woods and just wait. The famous tracker would then fetch the formidable opponent and the duel could finally take place. And should the famous soldier succeed, he could mark the challenge off of his bucket list. Now, looking back in history, if everything went the way the famous soldier and the legendary tracker had planned, a story written by the journalist back at camp would still have been a highlight in history, but nothing like it turned out to be, because it didn't go as planned. Here's what really happened deep in the dark and cold alligator-infested swamplands of an untamed Mississippi forest. The famous soldier sitting on a log for a much longer time than his hunger or patience could tolerate finally gave up on the legendary tracker, whose task was to fetch the opponent. His decision to head back to camp changed the course of history and created an icon that memorializes that event to this day even though most people have no idea. Now, just a short time after the famous soldier departs back to camp, the legendary Mississippi tracker presents the formidable opponent at the exact spot where the famous soldier was positioned. Instead of the sounds of gunfire, the opponent, standing six foot seven, first turned on the legendary tracker's constant companions, his trusty dogs. The sounds of fury emanating from deep in the swamp would send chills down any man's spine. With raised rifle and only seconds to act in the maddening scene taking place on the cold forest floor, the famous tracker remembered one of the agreements of his client, the famous soldier, 
Under no circumstance was the famous Mississippi tracker to shoot his opponent for him. So with howling dogs and a six foot seven opponent engaged in battle, mired in swamp mud, the legendary tracker did the only thing he could. He grabbed his rifle barrel and used as a club delivered a blow to the opponent's head that dazed him. With that, he retrieved a rope and tied the worthy opponent to a willow tree. Good thing because his rifle was bent from the tremendous blow to the opponent's skull. The famous guide was not going to fail in this mission. He gallops back to camp, admonishes his client for his impatience, and informs him that the opponent waits, albeit restrained with his destiny at the hands of the famous soldier. When his client hurries to the scene of the epic battle, now accompanied by others in the camp, they're stunned to see his opponent struggling to be set free from those ropes to defend himself. According to the written record, there were encouragements by some of those gathered to shoot. Just shoot the opponent. Be done with it. Complete the mission. But the famous soldier, whose exploits were well known by millions, first knew there was a newspaper man back at camp who was there to record the duel for all history. And it wasn't fitting to do battle with one who could not defend himself. With that, the famous soldier turned his back, mounted his steed, and headed back to camp, where the unbelievable account of what just happened turned from a buzz to a roar. That story was relived and repeated as the journalist, with pen in hand, furiously recorded the historic event, that of the famous guy doing battle with a giant of an opponent and rendering him unconscious, tied to a willow tree in an alligator-infested swamp. It was made for headlines. That and the fact that the famous soldier lived up to his name and the honor by not shooting a restrained opponent. The newspaper presses across America were humming at full speed, spitting out large font headlines that told the story of the famous soldier and the famous guide. For five straight days, the exploits in the woods of the Magnolia State consumed the entire nation. The famous soldier's admirers were pleased with stories about his honorable decision not to shoot a defenseless opponent. But his detractors were not as kind. One newspaper political cartoonist portrays the famous soldier as giving freedom to an opponent much smaller and younger than he actually was. But in doing so, that cartoon captivated an entire nation. In rapid sequence, an enterprising toy maker takes advantage of the Mississippi event and produces a replica of the opponent depicted in the political cartoon. And from that depiction, the most popular toy in American history was born. I'm sure you've guessed it by now. The legendary tracker born a slave and departed a national celebrity as the first African-American sportsman to gain national fame. His name, Holt Collier born in Jefferson County and buried in Live Oak Cemetery in Greenville, Mississippi. Ironically, on the very same ground he hunted as a child. The famous soldier who commanded the Rough Riders and the storming of San Juan Hill, a decisive battle of the Spanish-American War, was none other than the 26th President of the United States of America, Theodore Roosevelt. But on that November day in the state of Mississippi, he was the special client of the legendary Holt Collier. And of course, the opponent of the famous face-off that never happened was a large adult black bear. 
a bear that was herded directly to where the President of the United States of America was sitting, but grew impatient and left. Hulk Collier's reputation was well-earned. He killed his first bear at 10 years old, a task he was given to provide food for the workers coming in to build the railroads and levees in Mississippi. And for the record books, Hulk Collier went on to make that total somewhere over 3,000 black bears, amassing more, as history records, than both Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett combined. The toy maker? That was a man named Morris Mitchum. He did get permission from President Theodore Roosevelt to sell the furry little bear using a name that Theodore hated. Morris exhibited the very first one in his toy shop with the original name above the bear, Teddy's Bear. The viral success of the stuffed toy gave birth to Mitchum starting his own toy company, Ideal Toy Company. That's right. Ideal Novelty and Toy Company became one of the leading toy companies in America. And the rest is history. And there's another bit of irony sprinkled with Mississippi magic. Most never make this connection. But the world's most famous toy, given birth in Mississippi, at one point did cross the paths of history with one of the world's most famous entertainers, who just happened to be also from Mississippi. Baby, let me be your loving teddy bear Put a chain around my neck and lead me anywhere Let me be your teddy bear I don't want to be a tiger Cause tigers play too rough I don't want to be a lion Cause lions ain't the kind you love enough By the way, there's a great documentary produced and available on YouTube that you've got to see on Holt Collier and the event that took place near Onward, Mississippi in Sharkey County and also named a top 20 event by the Southeast Tourism Society the birthplace of Teddy's Bear is celebrated each year in grand fashion in nearby Rolling Fork with the Great Delta Bear Affair. There's so many good stories about the history of our state that need to be told, like this one. For once upon a time, we gave birth to an icon. When deep in the woods near the Mississippi River, a former slave who'd become a legendary bear hunter was side by side with the President of the United States of America when he made a decision that created some Mississippi magic. A decision to pardon the icon. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.